We are straight-talking Southern girls in our 50s, and that's what you're going to get. Welcome to Ladies Roadmap. We're your hosts, Joe Jamie Tyler and Lana Helda. Come along for the ride and join us as we travel to bring you thought-provoking subjects and women who inspire and strive to make a difference in the world. With us today is Francis Gadbois, who's both the co-founder and head designer of Gadbois Jewelry, a fine jewelry line including Sloan Street and Charlize Gadbois. Francis has been a designer and manufacturer of fine jewelry for over 17 years, and today we're going to hear her story, how she became an entrepreneur, but the larger story here is diving into the topic of a mother-daughter relationship in business. Okay, Lana, this is going to be a good one today. I don't know about you, but I think it would be super crazy tough to start a business with my 28-year-old daughter. I would agree with that, Joe Jamie. And also, I think this episode today will really hit a chord with mothers and daughters out there. I mean, we're going to hear from Frances, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about how she navigates through this sometimes tricky mother-daughter relationship, but especially in business. Imagine that. On the entrepreneurial business side, Francis is going to tell us all about how Gadbois Jewelry is revolutionizing custom jewelry design by using the latest technology available. Well, here we are today with Francis Gadbois, and I need to make a little disclaimer here. Francis and I have been friends for a long time. She is one of my dearest, closest friends. And I have been in awe of Frances's drive and stamina since I met her. I've never known anyone who can work harder or accomplish more than Frances. Frances, where does this come from? Gosh, that's a good question. If I really dug deep, I probably would say it really came from my father, who has always been such an ambassador, even when we were tiny. He never, ever said, you know, you can't do it. I mean, we would come up with all kinds of things. I mean, we would start, I think I started my first business when I was probably 12 or 13 with bean bags. And he, you know, I said, oh, daddy, I want to, I want to start this business. And he said, okay, let's go find material. Let's go find inserts. And we did it. And it's kind of continued. He's always been just always been my ambassador. And I think probably coming from going to boarding school at 11 and not having anybody have to make my lunch or pick up my stuff or do my homework, uh, definitely taught me that if you don't do it yourself, doesn't get done. Yeah, well, you are a great example for anyone. So, Francis, you have two jewelry lines. One is custom and one is an online business. But we hear you have something up your sleeve that's revolutionizing the custom design jewelry. Yes, it's something that actually we're really, really excited about. We've spent the last 18 months on the road building this custom business. And we realized that as much as it's grown and it's exciting, it's completely unsustainable. Because <laughs> Charlotte and I, I think we're on the road probably close to 300 days last year. So it is definitely time to... <laughs> we on the times that we were there, it's like, how can we do this and not be traveling? Because we waste so many hours at DFW, essentially. <laughs> um, anyway, we've um, 
we met with a whole crew that built a broadcasting studio and we've built Sloan Street Studio. So I'm super excited. We launch it actually this weekend at our um, trade show in Scottsdale. So it will be the first time it goes live. So I'm very excited about it because more days at home is, is a good thing. So Francis, what's your, you do this custom jewelry design. What's your most unusual piece? Oh my gosh. Sometimes I get thrown some very unusual things. Actually, just recently I was <laughs> at a store and I got a text from a, a, a company that I've done a couple of things for. And I thought I had just opened the attachment wrong. It was essentially a stick. <laughs> and they wanted me to turn it into not just one piece of jewelry, but two pieces of jewelry. They wanted a pair of earrings and a necklace. And I'm thinking to myself, how the hell do I turn this stick <laughs> into earrings and a necklace? Well, I came up with a couple of designs, drew them out, and actually it turned out that we think the stick is black coral, so <laughs> I think it will be pretty when it's done. I'm sure everything you do is beautiful. I wanted to talk a little bit, I kind of missed it, on your custom jewelry design. I think one of the one of the things I think is fascinating is you're taking people's heirloom jewelry that maybe they're not wearing anymore and you're recreating a beautiful piece that then has sentimental value attached to it. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I love most about what I'm doing now with the uh, custom pieces or repurpose, you might call them, um, is I get to interact with people and hear these wonderful stories. And so many times we're given pieces that aren't necessarily our taste and our style, but they, they hold huge emotional value. And I'm always thrilled when a, um, a client puts that trust in me to have these pieces and to turn them into something that they cherish and they can wear every day. And, you know, the, the jewelry world's changed. It's definitely more casual. And some of these pieces are in very ornate settings and to be able to turn them around and have them where somebody can wear them every day. And now not only do they love the piece of jewelry, but because it's emotional, they really love it. So that's just been a, a great fun journey. Well, also, I mean, you do it right in front of them, or you have been for the last couple of years. They actually sit there with you, right? And you draw it and sketch it out and and show them as you're, as you're designing it. Yes, we actually really design together. I mean, I'll sit with them. We usually have the stones in front of them. And that's what's so exciting about the new studio is all the cameras that they will continue to have me sit in front of them. But they can be in bed on their tablet or, you know, in the store if they choose to be with a sales associate. But they're going to get the same um, feelings and just the whole same situation as if I'm sitting in front of them, which that to me is very exciting because it's fun to create together and they feel like they have a piece of, of, of designing it and it becomes more personal. Yeah. Technology. I know. Isn't it amazing? Love it. It's amazing. Well, so, you know, Jamie and I both have daughters about the same age as yours and we're thinking to ourselves, wow, Francis and Charlotte are together almost 24-7, especially when you travel. If you're traveling that many days, you're in a hotel room together, you're working together, and we all know that these mother-daughter relationships, as much as we adore them, can be tricky at times. So we're just curious, how did that happen? Did you ask Charlotte to come into your business? Tell us about that. Oh my gosh, no. It actually was... It was so out of the blue, I have to say. Um, I had sold my business in March of 2000, 
15, 14. Gosh, time flies quickly. Um, and I walked into my home office the next morning and kind of went, oh my gosh, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? I've this company was everything to me. Um, I got a call from my sister saying that my mother wasn't doing well. She had Alzheimer's at the time. And I flew to England. Charlotte was studying in Paris. She met me there. And during that process of going through her passing, which was very bittersweet, but the silver lining is I got a business for Charlotte out of it. Um, Charlotte and I were sitting and um, subject came up with, with anybody who has teenage children is, what are you going to do when you graduate? <laughs> and uh, she said, well, mom, I always wanted to go into business with you. And I was like shell-shocked because through the years of having my previous company, Charlotte had, she'd worked intern time with us and she'd come to trade shows, but she really had never shown any interest in coming into the business. And so I was very taken aback. And I said, well, Charlotte, your timing is completely horrible. We sold the business last week. And she goes, oh no, I have no interest in working with you with that company. I want you and I to start a business. And I have to say, I'm not sure whether my mouth dropped further or I was pretty surprised, I have to say. But when your daughter expresses an interest in wanting to go to work with you, you go, absolutely, let's start a new business, <laughs> which in hindsight, I can't believe I was doing, having opened uh, three or four companies at that point and really was thinking I was going to retire and travel with my husband, spend more time at home. But that wasn't to be. And uh, the last three years have been probably the most exciting three years I can possibly imagine. Been amazing. Yeah. Well, how has it been, you know, relationship wise? Does it, is it easy all the time? Is it sometimes strenuous? How does that work? Oh my gosh. It's definitely not easy all the time. And I have to say, I give Charlotte a lot of credit. Um, in the beginning, it was challenging. And it was challenging for her too, because she was still in school. The first year we started this business, she was taking 21 units and working full time. So it definitely set her up for <laughs> what work is really all about. Um, and at that point, she was almost living at home because her college was fairly close. So she would end up spending more days home than probably she would have in a normal situation. And it was challenging. It was very challenging. It, I think one of the things I did well was teaching her to be a strong, independent woman. But let me tell you, that has come back and bitten me a few times. <laughs> um, but I would say now we have a really great sense of our own space and respect for each other's space. Um, but it's a work in progress. I mean, believe me, we have some amazing times on the road and there's times when we go to bed and we're not talking, but <laughs> we fix it very quickly. And, uh, as I say, I give Charlotte a lot of credit because she listens, we get upset, we raise our voices and then we move on and we've, we don't hold grudges, which I think is great. And, uh, it's, it's not easy. No partnership is easy, but it's been an incredible ride and I look forward to it being more so. So speaking of that, um, I recently read that it is so beneficial to have a millennial in, a, in your business. Have you found that to be true with having Charlotte? Oh my gosh, absolutely. When we set out to do this business, one of the things I said to Charlotte is i didn't want to do the same business the same way because the world's changed and we really need to have an online presence. 
I don't even buy, I don't buy anything online. So Charlotte was really the driving force. And the new, uh, our new line, uh, Charlize Gabois, obviously is a, uh, a salute to Charlotte in very many respects. It's very much her demographic, but she's the one who built the website, has really, is running that team. Um, so I have huge respect for her in, in that situation. I, I couldn't have done it, to be honest with you. I don't have the knowledge. I'm old school. I, I draw with a pencil and paper and color with paints. So she has brought a whole different dynamic. And to be honest with you, our whole office is really more millennial than I'm kind of the old sage. <laughs> You keep it together, though. I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> yeah, I steer the boat. There you go. Well, you know, you, you traveled 360 days, you said, last year. I'm amazed how, it, that you can even physically do that. Francis will get, get off a, a plane, and and you would, the rest, for me, I would be jet-lagged for a day, and she's back in the back in the saddle the next morning, full force. But I think the most interesting part of your travels, you were just gone for four weeks, and you went all around the country, I mean, all around the world, and you take one bag, not even a regular bag. You do not check luggage. People are going to want to know, how do you do that? Oh my gosh, it comes from a husband who refuses to check a bag, and as we've been married for 33 years, it's just our whole family is forbidden to check a bag. So I think it probably started from just sheer fear of upsetting him. But um, we've gotten very good at it. And obviously with um, the business, when we're carrying jewelry, we actually, um, we have one bag of jewelry and then we travel with one other bag because anytime we're waiting around, typically we're getting into airports very late and any extra minutes that we can not be in an airport and be on our way is, has always been a, a strong point for us. But um, I, uh, gosh, how would I tell you how I do this? But I think what I do is I lay out the entire week. I, first thing I do is check the weather in all the different places and I will lay out outfits all over my closet and then I start gleaning them and then mixing them together of how I can use different aspects of each of them. And then I photograph them and I basically have an outfit for each day and there are no choices. This is what I'm wearing Monday. This is what I'm wearing Tuesday. This is what I'm wearing Wednesday. And if it rains, then it's going to rain and I'm going to get wet. And I didn't have rain shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the shoes are the tricky part. Shoes but are the tricky part. But I try to... it always have a couple of pairs of shoes because when we do our shows, having the same pairs of shoe is guaranteed to have sore feet the next day. So I probably carry a little bit more shoes than you could probably get away with less, but for us having that extra pair and changing them is important. And I always travel in the heaviest pieces of clothing. Right. Yes. So those don't, they don't take up space. <laughs> And of course, jewelry doesn't take up much space. And when you have a fabulous piece of Gadbois jewelry, you can wear a sack or just a little black dress and you look amazing. <laughs> and how about, what, I'm assuming a lot of scarves? A lot of scarves. I, my whole wardrobe revolves around scarves. And to be honest with you, I'm very monochromatic. I pretty much pack in black and white and I always have. And actually the Sloan Street colors are black and white. So it's easy. That's always a good trick for travel. I've just found it's the only way it works because then everything mixes and matches. Oh, I have a question about that. So do you have one expensive, really qual high quality bag or do you just 
What kind of bag is your bag? Um, I actually have quite an expensive travel bag, um, which I've had for many years. It was a gift and it actually is a bag that, um, is warranted for life. And I've sent it back to the company three times and they've completely rebuilt it. And it's an amazing answer, yeah, Raleigh. Gosh, you sound so busy and, and everything. Are you? How's life balance for you? Is that a challenge? I'm not sure there's a lot of balance in my life, but we're working on that. <laughs> uh, I've just been very fortunate to come back from uh, an incredible trip. Uh, my husband and I were gone for a month and I've never gone on vacation anywhere for a month. Uh, you, typically, I'm a long weekend girl. Um, and it really showed me that if I could get past that first two weeks, I actually can really relax. And it was actually quite hard to get back to reality. <laughs> Typically it's not, but this time it was quite hard. So um, we're looking at planning some other trips. And now Charlotte is really doing such an amazing job. And we have an incredible uh, crew. Our whole office staff is absolutely amazing. And they're all on the same page. And they're all Charlotte's age, a little bit older, but they're all millennials. And they work really hard. And this is really the first time I've had a team that I feel totally comfortable that I could leave for that length of time that business moves forward, people make good decisions, and everything's great when I get home. So that's a takeaway right there. You have to have a good team. So another question I have for you, if you fast forward three years, Francis, where do you, where would you like to see your life and your business? I would like to see, obviously, our Charlize online business totally take off and that be the main part of our business. And my part would just be the design and doing my custom work, which I can pretty much do anywhere in the world. Um, Obviously, I can't do it in the studio anywhere, but obviously when I'm home, I can do that. But I can do an awful lot um, remotely. We like to have girly tips here. Like, you know, we, we want to share with our girlfriends what our favorite thing is. So do you have a favorite product that you like to take with you? I do. I actually, it was funny. Poor Charlotte, uh, her bag was in the back of her car, which my, my husband very kindly said, oh, well, I'll take your car and get it serviced. Well, he didn't realize her bags were in the back of it. So she was all over my makeup yesterday morning and she discovered my foundation that I love. And actually I got that tip. We have a wonderful makeup artist that we've worked with for years when we do our shoots and uh, she recommended it. And it's, um, it's called ITCC Plus. It's a 50 SPF, but it has amazing coverage and it just stays all day. And I absolutely love it. And I thought Charlotte knew about it, but she found it, discovered it yesterday morning and says, oh, mom, I love this foundation. I said, well, it's from Medjulie, as we call her. Oh, Julie Himes is an amazing makeup artist. So I'll give her a little shout out there. So she recommended it. Well, that'd be great. And you said it's available in Ulta? Or? Yeah, it's, and it's very inexpensive, but it has the 50 SPF, which is always a good thing. Keep us safe from the sun. Well, we want to thank you so much, Francis, for taking out your some time with us out of your busy, busy schedule. And please tell everybody, where can they find you? Well, actually, obviously you can find us online at Gabois Jewelry and there's a uh, store locator there, but we're in about 35 um, really nice retail jewelry stores across the country in uh, San Francisco and Dallas and New York, so all over the country. And if someone wanted to schedule a custom design with you? You actually can uh, schedule a custom design online, but obviously you can call the office too and use the old time way of picking up the phone. (laughs) We're always available and we can schedule that too. Well, thank you so much. Uh, We had a lot of takeaways from this episode and a lot of wonderful tips and products. So they will be all available at our show notes at www.ladiesroadmap.com. 
And if anybody has a question they want to send in to us, please reach out to us at info at ladiesroadmap.com. Thank you for listening to Ladies Roadmap. We'd like to give a shout out to our amazing music producer, Cam Tyler at litloops.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Just go to www.ladiesroadmap.com and click on podcast. It's as easy as that. Or you can subscribe on iTunes and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Ladies Roadmap. And you know what else? We would love to hear from you. Feel free to email us at info at ladiesroadmap.com. And until next week, remember, the greatest part of a road trip isn't arriving at your destination. It's all the wild stuff that happens in between.